0: You're now tuned into the Flip Flip Daily Audio Experience Podcast. Let's talk flipping sneakers, Supreme, all things e-commerce, and so much more. Oh, my goodness. Follow us on Instagram at Flip Flip. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Flip Flip Daily Audio Experience Podcast. It is two days in a row of the podcast, and as you can as I probably sound, I'm a little bit more seasoned. Um, And you probably recognize from like episodes one through a hundred how I just felt a little bit more in groove. And yesterday, the podcast, I felt good about it, but also I didn't think I was really. Um, in groove, but that's okay. I'm going to slowly get back into it for you guys. Um, cause I realize I just, I do so much better giving out this, uh, this daily podcast content, um, for my sake, for your guys' sake. And it just really helps you. Um, like I, like I say, the messages and stuff, but, um, yeah. So today is October the 11th. Uh, today was a Friday. So happy Friday. Uh, if you're listening tonight, um, happy Saturday, if you're listening tomorrow, And uh, whatever other day you're listening to it, um, happy Hustle Day. Uh, Let's go ahead and we'll jump into now that uh, I think I feel better now with daily podcasts because you can literally, I can talk about stuff organized of what happened today. Uh, Because I'm going to be honest, when I first started reselling, all I had to worry about was going, sourcing, making money, and it was really simple, to be honest with you. And it was really easy to document because I didn't have to worry about any anything but just my my resale business. And as you guys know, if you've seen my Instagram and my my stories um, at Flip Flip, I do a uh, like a subscription teaching people how to source all different types of items now. So it's kind of turned into a separate thing that I gotta. Uh, focus on also, so it's just there's a lot going on. I gotta help people, and I'm not that person who just like every question I get from my team members, I try to answer um, and just be active, and that's my role. So it, it just takes a lot of time, um, but I love doing it, obviously. Uh, so this is much easier though. I can just go day by day because yesterday there's I can't there's there's literally flips every single day, whether it be. Your personal thrifts that you should be out going to thrift stores because thrift stores are the highest ROI still I mean, well, what I'm about to tell you happened today isn't gonna match what I'm about to say. Uh because frankly, one of my team Flip Flip members um they flipped a pair of tickets uh for two thousand two hundred dollars profit. Um, so that's pretty hard to thrift. Um, But it is possible, and I have done pretty high margins with thrifting, and the cool thing about thrifting and yard sales and garage sales is if you know what you're doing, you're paying very, very cheap, and you're getting high, high margins that just kind of escalate and rotate, and if you're doing it right, um, you're going to make a lot of money if you know what you're looking for, uh, finding those in-demand, used, or even sealed products uh, from thrift stores, so... Again, if you're one of my podcast listeners, I'm going to hold you liable. Uh, you need to be outsourcing at least three to four to five times a week if you really want to get to the goals uh, that you want to be at. And those goals are full-time reseller, uh, having your own business, making over $40,000, uh, $60,000 extra by doing it. You can do it part-time. I did it. It's been done. Um, so definitely it's possible, but you just have to... Um it's funny, I was I was looking through some YouTube comments. I did a, a podcast with Reezy Resales. Um, if you guys haven't heard that, we did like a live podcast. And one of the comments was actually, um, it sounded like they said when they were listening to me talk with Reezy, it sounded like I was uh, making money while talking to them. And uh, that's kind of always been my biggest downfall, uh, but also my biggest success Um, It's very hard for me to concentrate on one thing and I'm very, um, there's always moving parts going on. So as I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm thinking about uh, what I'm going to post to my team tonight as far as tickets or sneakers or um, the stuff on the back end that I need to get done, but at the same time engaging. And I think that's just, very important. I forget what the word is. Let me let me see real quick. I'm going to go to that video and read the comment. Uh, because it's slipping my mind right now. Um, but uh, let me see. What is that word? What is that word? Efficient. Okay. So um, efficiency is just really, really important in reselling. Um, you need to constantly... Constantly be efficient with your time. Um, a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't get like their their free supplies and stuff like that, um, or you know, free package tape, or get those packages out in the morning, or um, drop them off, you know, right after work. Whatever it is, I used to bring my packages to work with me. Um, we had a, a, a post office in our building that I would just drop off there because it would save on gas. Uh, It took away from my bottom line because I'm not driving all over, uh, buying boxes and buying tape and stuff like that. And the same thing with thrift stores. Um, When I went sourcing at thrift stores, I actually, a lot of people would come up to me and be like, hey, are you flip flip flipping stuff? And yeah, I would would talk to them and stuff. Uh, But at the same time, we're all there to work. And uh, I was just very efficient. I would talk to them while I'm still sourcing. Um, I would never get super distracted. And it was never... Uh, a thing of like, oh, I just, you know, I'm too busy or whatever. It's just, it, it's what it takes sometimes. And you have to stay efficient uh, with your time. Now, I'm not saying, you know, every once in a while, or it's it's not okay to stop and talk to people, because that's the most important thing is giving back and uh, teaching people how to do this stuff. But at the same time, you have to be efficient. I see a lot of people who aren't efficient, and it's just, it really just slows down everything, and then you can't get to that point where you can talk and teach people on a on a higher scale, and that's what you want because then you're making a bigger impact than you know not being efficient with your time and reaching just a few less people. Um, so again, if you're not, make sure you're outsourcing every single day. Um, it's not every single day you need you need a break, but um, you need to be sourcing a lot. You need to be listing a lot um the listing part is probably number two i think sourcing is super important because when you're out in the field a lot you'll get a lot of good items there's a lot of good items that come out through these thrift stores the problem is some people only go once or twice a week and some days are just off and you won't find anything and then the rest of the week there's gold um so if you can be efficient with your time and go sourcing for and when I when with sourcing, there's there's different ways you can do it too. You can go out and you can source one store all day. It's effective. Um, I learned that there was only a few stores that that was effective in my city in Florida, and it was one high traffic store uh, to where the inventory was coming through uh, a lot. There was a lot of inventory, and that makes sense because it's a lot of new new items. Um, but the number one, if you're in a smaller city or a stores that this is kind of an odd store that I'm talking about. They're a private thrift store. They're only in a few states. Um, they're not like Goodwill or Salvation Army where it's a little bit more sparsed out. So they have um, multiple different stores getting spreads amount of inventory. This one was uh, they would get semi trucks and trucks from up north and it comes directly down to this one store in a few cities in my state. Um, so inventory is flowing, flowing, flowing. It's actually so bad that, um, they get so much inventory sometimes that they throw away a lot of it in the back, which is kind of fucked up. I don't like that. Um, but, um, again, what you want to do is you want to move from store to store fairly quickly. Um, make sure you check out everything in each store. And then if there's just nothing for that day, you go home and you list. Um, Usually there's going to be stuff when you rotate to those different stores and you should be picking up that really good inventory. Um, I like to stress good inventory is the only thing that you should be picking up. You should not go out and if you don't find anything, buy stuff because you're desperate. The biggest thing that I see on Instagram and Instagram, people when they source is they they source items that they're just not worth your penny um your gas is not that expensive when you're driving around to these stores uh if you weren't outsourcing you'd be driving around to other places anyway so it's not a huge um you know bang to your business but what is a huge bang to your business is not picking up good product um and it's it just it creates bad habits um and you want to have good habits you want to. You want to have good um, taste and you want to have good, I don't know what the word, I'll say credibility, um, but you want your items to be really, really high end. Um, If you go through my Instagram at Flip Flip when I first started, uh, the reason I was just making really good money, just simply thrifting is the items and even the reason I got like an Instagram following um, and you guys can relate with this when you see in your explore tab on Instagram, the ones that are Um, popping up are the really really good inventory why is that because um, people see that it's valuable people see that it's something that they may like or they're used to or um it's just good inventory and that speaks volumes because that's exactly what buyers see when they're on ebay Um, you're not going to get a lot of likes for like uh you know the the term bread and butter I understand it and I like it, but I don't think it's something that you should latch on to. Uh, I hear a lot about these bread and butter items and I'm not a huge fan. Um, I like them if it's the best that you can do, but but again, I, they need to be bringing in some serious cash flow. Um, otherwise, it's just it's going to be a waste of time and it's going to be sitting inventory and I want your guys' business to flourish. I don't want you to be in this place where you're like, man, I got all these bread and butters that, um, you know, you say they, they sell every few months and you make a, you know, you want to save that capital, throw it into, and that's why I started team flip flip, save that capital, throw it into in demand, you know, pretty much a hundred percent flippable items with zero risk with free returns or a return policy. Um, and that's, what's, now that I think about it, that's what pretty much sparked uh, Team Flip Flip is taking, um, I'm just, I'm really into hype products, I'm really into stuff that sells because of the results. I want not only myself to make a lot of money in this business that we work really, really hard for, um, I want you guys to too, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to bread and butter you um, in, some, <laughs> in some weaker terms, but um, yeah, So so that's my point on that. Um, And let's jump into now what happened today with uh, just my experience. Um, Today was a big sneaker drop. It was the Travis Scott um, Jordan, what was it, six. Uh, It's a really hype shoe. Uh, Team Flip Flip, if you're listening, uh, we were up until I think like 1 a.m. Eastern last night trying to get it off um, another website. But the stock ended up being really, really minimal. And uh, just not very um, effective. It wasn't what we thought it was going to be, and that's okay because I I expected the I knew that Nike was going to get about sixty five thousand units of this shoe, and I knew that our team was going to eat really really good on it. Um, retail was two hundred I think two hundred or two fifty, um, and resale was like eight hundred on the low end, uh, thirteen hundred on the high end. So That's just really good profit to get from your phone with no risk. And, I mean, it's just incredible. But um, if you look at my Instagram stories, you'll see it was a huge success. Um, So many, it took me so long to share all the success on my Instagram page uh, for all the team members. So I was really happy about that and made it worth it. Um, Also, there was some tickets that dropped. Um, I am starting to share ticket flips in the team because, again, I am a... Uh, a hype beast hunter for resale. Anything that you know sells with a lot of hype and demand, mm-hmm. um, I'm after it. I'm learning about it. And um, we had one of the biggest, we've had some pretty big flips in the thousands before. But I don't know, again, it has happened. The, the Chicago MCAs, we have members who got those and sold those for thousands. And we've had, uh, there's a few items I can't really talk about because they're still going on right now. Um, but the, there's a tickets now that I can share because the tickets are done. You can't get them for retail prices anymore. Um, it was the Jingle Ball, uh, concert and, uh, we went after these. We paid about, I think, uh, the member paid like 700 for uh, two pairs of tickets. Uh, and he sold it for, I think, $3,500 and uh, real quick, what Jingle Ball is? It's it's like a concert that's done in December, uh, in Madison Square Garden. Um, I think Billy Eilish is headlining it, which is obviously from yesterday's podcast and other podcasts. You know, uh, Billy Eilish is a huge pop superstar that we made a lot of money off of, um, and, and I think Taylor Swift also. And I'm looking at these ticket prices right now, and holy, um, it looks like some of them are just. It's crazy, but anyways, they made two thousand two hundred dollars profit um, off those tickets, which is absolutely insane. Um, but I was super stoked and I loved it. Um, we've had a few members sell them, which was good. With the Billie Eilish, and then also Lana Del Rey came out with a uh, like a real quick release tickets. I picked those up myself. Um, the concert's not till November, so I'll sell them around then. But I should make about a hundred to two hundred dollars profit. Um, just getting some tickets, and I'm really excited for tickets because they get really, really profitable. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And uh, with the Travis Scotts, too, we just we made so much money today, I couldn't even tell you. Um, so it was just a really good day overall. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. I'm glad that I was able to do the podcast, and uh, I will be back tomorrow for some more fun. Um, If you guys ever need anything, uh, reach out to me on Instagram at flipflip. Just send me a message. Uh, Make sure to follow. Um, And yeah, again, it's flipflip. I'm out.